Good morning, world. Welcome to J.P. Hummingbird's Daily Musings. Uh, God, it's, uh, it's it's like a work day morning. Feels like I'm clinging on to life this morning. <laughs> I've never podcasted in this circumstance, but I'm going to try. Uh, I've got probably 40 minutes to drop some stuff, and then I've got to wait that walk to work. Uh, yeah, welcome, welcome, if you're a new listener. Uh, yeah, just going to explore what thoughts pass by. Uh, and uh, if it sparks any interest, just yeah, get in touch, let me know. Uh, yeah, it's tough to, yeah. You'll notice it pretty early that my... I can drop and start sentences quite frequently and also and subjects I struggle to stay put on one thing and I'm going to a, f- a friend of mine mentioned it and I'm going to try consciously uh, stick to themes and see them through as a yeah, let's see so I've written down a few headings uh, that will potentially guide this next little while uh, yeah I'm going to try and start with a song uh, probably should have tuned my guitar before but it's a song written by Bob Dylan who is one of the cornerstones of my uh, existence or like a reason to exist just to appreciate what he's I was introduced to to Dylan by an English teacher, weirdly enough, and it's not, yeah, I don't know, it's not until you get to know the content of what it does that you sort of appreciate it. Life 
is but a joke But you and I, we've been through that And that is not our fate So let us not talk falsely now The hour's getting late about you know is there a way to escape I guess if you're into Buddhism you have to believe there is because uh, what would be the point of striving but but reality it's, yeah but reality is you, we're in this we're, we're in this uh, we're all in this yeah, so, uh, I've started using, uh, I started writing a substat little, so on the weekend if I wake up and, uh, well, I try consciously to sit and write, but it's kind of spontaneous, like if I don't get it all wrapped up in about, I don't know, an hour, then I just, or, or less, then I, I kind of feel, I haven't just, I haven't got the discipline to follow through, to draft, redraft, things like that. I mean, I might make about two or three runs in it, but, so yeah, I just try to, so I'm going to cut, I'm going to try and write, I'm going to try and write and publish it, similar to this, you know, if I do it, it happens. So, uh, let me see if I can see the uh, post. I'll read you the poem. It's not, obviously none of my poetry is good, but it's just a way to express and capture something. And it helps me understand, or like, if I understand something, if something, 
there's a realisation and I feel like, yeah, it's just a way of adding a little bow to it. Uh, but I thought this, it's called Washing Machine and it just captured a conversation and a feeling and so I'll share it with you. The rattle, the hum, the spinning drum, drowning. The waistcoat of his shorts trapped in a gap. An attempted escape, maybe. He stuffs it all back in to spin it again. This won't fix it, he thinks. But it might delay the overspill. The day is dawning. The day is still dawning. And besides, there is no escape. As you can see, I fuck up my own poems. Uh, I'm just reading it. Yeah, this substack, it's nice. So I post a little picture in, a, in an audio file and, and uh, yeah, it looks good on the, on the mobile. So T- Von Neumann introduced me to this. Uh, he, he writes this great little, he's got this great substack where he just mainly talks about music. And like, he finds these gems uh, and it all, I don't know, yeah, I don't know how he does it, but he just finds, he's a musicologist. I've probably spoke about this before, but yeah, I'm really sort of grateful to have him in my life because a lot of the stuff I've, I know or I've discovered, yeah, we often make little picks for each other. Or we heart, but with music, it's heavily his. It's heavily sided towards von Neumann. Uh, what was the le- his most recent? Yeah, I think he's heavy into sort of female folk singers at the minute. So it's highlight, which is something like I often. Yeah, I find more comfort in the male voice more medicinal property and I, I don't know if that's just because I'm a man and I can I don't know if it's the lyrics or just the soothe yeah it's interesting but yeah I haven't really thought about that I'm definitely I listen to all all comers but if I think about the, sort of the, the cornerstones of my Existence is probably male voices. Uh, yeah, might have to put some more thought into that. Should I make a note of it? <laughs> There's not a pencil nearby. Uh, yeah. So musically, I mean, it's it's kind of one way traffic, but not always. TV, or like, when I say TV, I don't mean terrestrial TV, I mean like premium TV and specific shows that we root out. Uh, it's a two-way street, and uh, he made a brilliant recommendation recently called uh, Mr. In Between. It's like an Australian show on FX about... Yeah, it's about sort of violence humour 
morals. Uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting show. Really well written, really well executed. Uh, and some that wasn't on my radar. <clears throat> so thank you, Von Neumann. Yeah, so the weekends at the Hampton Paradise now is like... It's taken me four years to get to this point, but it's like a spa. <laughs> I wake up on a Saturday morning and it's like... I've, uh, it's just, yeah, I just feel very... It's like my little playground. I've purchased a, a steam tent that I've got in my bathroom now. It's like a little... I first got the idea when I was... I was on an Ayurvedic retreat in India, in Karnataka. Uh, what was that little town called? I can't remember now, but a little village down south, southwest. And... Uh, yeah, part of the treatments, so like... They'd put me in this little box, steam box, with my head sticking out. And, and then they would just put a pan on, on the boil and the pipe coming out of it and just fill it with steam. And it was like, I was, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is great. And then they would like, other stuff like, they would massage me in milk uh, and herbs. And we did this thing where we just kept drink, was, drinking ghee to this saturation point where you like and then you flush it all out and it was just fascinating sort of archaic but beautiful and you know it kind of did help it reset my uh, I used to have horrible sort of nasal passages rhinitis and sinitis and I used to take these nasal sprays and I met a series of these Ayurvedic chaps and, and they really just we worked towards getting me off these and yeah, I have to say it worked. You know, whether it was, I don't know, I can't, obviously I can't, it's just anecdotal, like, there was no, there was lots of variables, but where I am today, being able to breathe from my nose, it's life changing. I can't remember not being out to, but it just, I just remember being miserable. And I still get miserable, but not to the extent went from being a mouth breather to a nose breather and I think my immune system appreciated that and still does. Uh, so yeah, steam, hit that steam in the morning. Yeah, and then I, what was I, what, look at sometimes, I like to watch the UFC. That's my outlet, sort of, the, my violent outlet. It's watching UFC fights and sometimes I watch the build-ups and they're always in these hotel rooms trying to cut weight so they'll have a little spa and then they'll hit this little steam tent which is like same deal but like made of mesh instead made of like material instead of uh, sort of portable so I purchased one of these recently for about 70 quid and yeah I feel like I've got my money's worth already Saturday Sunday morning getting the steam Sweat it out, then, then shower, and you're just feeling rosy. Cause it hasn't got quite cold recently. 
highly recommend. Uh, I was researching saunas and it was like, should I go to a gym? And then, but just gymnasiums are just horrible places, full of people, full of noise and bright lights and and just smell. Uh, and they just never work. You go, you'll join a gym and then, oh, it's here, it's out of order. We're getting it fixed. When? Uh, never. But soon. And then you're like, forget this. Uh, and then I was researching some, I found a few Russian saunas which sounded great, like, but they're all, uh, yeah, you had to rent them for like three hours minimum. Hundreds of pounds. So now I've got my own little steam set up. Uh, it's just a beautiful way to start the day, man. I was thinking of doing it this morning, but it'd probably be rushing it a bit much. Uh, so, yeah, and then just, you know, and then try it, and then moving it, and then just trying to be creative. Uh, planning ahead food wise just buy I mean I'm in a, I'm back in I'm in a phase where I'm like excited about cooking again uh, I bought a great little Jamie Oliver book I love Jamie Oliver man love the way he writes recipes and simplifies it and just like dash of this dash of that and he, fair play to, he must have made a ton of money out of books I bought this one, it's like five ingredients, you know, so like trying to reduce the ingredients from effectiveness and and just getting stuff done, like. And yeah, it just sparks my, when I'm in the supermarket now, I'm thinking, oh yeah. Like I bought some cod yesterday and made just like quick salt cod, like fried potatoes and broccoli and just, and it's salted card and it just I don't know it's exciting uh, so yeah plan some luxurious meals I don't know why I'm talking about this you can't be interested in this again maybe you are but also made this like sorbet lemon sorbet I've never done anything like that that was cool and that's in the freezer just like a nice little... I guess when you've made it for yourself, I don't know, it feels... Cooking from zero up is the way forward, isn't it? I guess. But it's just sort of carving out that bit of energy and time. Yesterday I was full of energy when I got back. But this morning I'm... Everything hurts this morning. <laughs> Which is why I just want that steam. If I get, yeah. And then, you know, whatever goes down, so. Ideally, make love. And share some moments with somebody and. And eat well, live well, and just sort of appreciate everything. It's really. Beautiful, <clears throat> a humble little abode, <laughs> little Hampton paradise. Yeah, it's taken a while to get to this point. I feel like I've uh, resurfaced, whether I can stay above water, we'll see. But at the minute, 
feels good. It feels like I've rekindled my halcyon days back at the Blue House. And we were cooking and socialising. And, yeah. Still not fit enough to play football and things like that, which is disappointing. Back feels a lot better, but not nowhere near 100%. <clears throat> Probably like 55. It's just this weird pains. But yeah, the last physio trip, I mentioned this last podcast and then a friend was mentioned, said he was interested in this. So yeah, the only thing that seems to be, there's, yeah, there's no real, there's no sort of, da- no real damage, no like, you're all, you, you, it's always a bit battered, your spine, but your spine is a lot stronger than you, you sort of, we, we're sort of led to believe it's weak and this, that, and, but the, you know, the spine is an amazing piece of kit. But we just find these holding patterns that are sort of messed up. So like, yeah, I get a lot, there's a lot of tension, you know, depending on what you've been through and and you hold it physically, but you don't know you, yeah, you don't even know till you till you find the level of relaxation that you didn't understand, and then you're like, oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's part. Of, this is sort of an extension of the spa thing. Like three, trying to meditate three times a day, ten minutes or at the minute, fifteen minutes tops. And during that time, just trying to expand my lower belly, my lower abdomen. When I breathe in, expand it. And then as I breathe out, let just keep it out and drop the chest and, the, and from there. So the sort of, there's a feeling of distend, distended lower belly, which is kind of like, aesthetically, it's, it's scary, isn't it? <laughs> because you sort of, it's about softening the, the abs, whereas, in my modern sort of world is obsessed with hardening and defining and I don't know I could definitely fall into that trap so there's a conscious effort all the time just to soften that area uh, and I've, I've been down this path before with Simon Borg Olivier who's this Australian sort of yoga teacher stroke physiotherapist He's got a lot of interesting techniques. It's like kung fu yoga style, but he 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 understands keeping the belly soft. Like the idea, the concept of core is not creating tension. It's creating it's like your anatomy will create the tension. You just got to keep it relaxed and then move. Sort of use your hips in a more in a better way. Uh, so I'd been down that path and then I'd had success with it, but then coming th- through like three operations and lots of, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then this recent spell of like, yeah, I had, a, I had an accident on my little scooter, come off, wrecked my shoulder and my lower back was a bit bashed up. And then, uh, Yeah, just this tension build up to the point where I can't play football and, you know, I can't... A lot of stuff, I, I'm limited at the minute. And, 
been spent loads of money seeing Caros and Osteos, and they're just just absolute dog shit advice, to be honest. And just a bit of a yeah con, really. But I think now they're just sort of they were just sort of like they'd relieve they'd make some psychological relief, but then just not really do anything. Just you know, knowing that time will relieve things, the body will do the work. But then this last physio I saw, hang on, I've just got to, I'm gonna have to have a pause here, we'll be back in a second, part two. Okay, I'm back. Uh, yeah, so the last guy I saw, which was through the NHS, which was amazing, this guy. He looked young blood. And I was, th you know, when you're thinking, ah, oh, young, you don't, but yeah. If they're doing their research and they're on top of their game, it doesn't matter who, what, where, why, you know, it, you can't, if they're questioning what they do and they're changing their practice, that's what, that's the sign of, of a great practitioner. Yeah, and he just, he's, he found, you know, so classically I'd be, you know, bending forward to get pain in the initial part, pain. And this last osteopath had said, oh, you know, you've got to work on your core, so create tension, tense your core, then move. So obviously all this tension just, just creates more pain. And this physio was like, all right, let your belly relax, open up your belly, breathe out, bend down, and just like that feels silly, but when you lead with that belly, instead of tensing it, it just, yeah, and the out breath, just no pain, you know, going down. and then, So I'm just trying to integrate that. And it's definitely, you know, it's made an improvement for sure. Like I said, not, you know, I've got to see him again. And uh, give me some exercises to do, but I seems to, when I seem to do these exercises, I end up sort of feeling a bit, sort of agitates it. Uh, so we'll see where we go with that. But yeah, I just wanted to, go into a bit of depth for that for my boy Nick Nick Nocky uh, big love uh, yeah just keep experimenting man we're all suffering but I, I always for me to stay optimistic I have to believe there's like solutions but I also have to recognise that I'm obsessed with fixing things and it's something I need to relax a little bit with which I'm working on Yeah, so the, the last section now, yeah, upcoming. Upcoming. What's upcoming? Oh, this week, I'm going to... So tomorrow, I'm planning to watch this. It's a screening, but it's like a live theatre show called Vanya, which is a Chekhov play, which I don't really know, but I love Chekhov. And, uh, yeah, little things like that. It's like, you got to do them, man. you got to some input, some, something different, some, and see what it triggers, and, sound, yeah, I don't know, could, is it pretentious, I just enjoy it, I like high level art, I like something that's, cerebrally stimulating, and physically as well, potentially sort of sensory, I don't know, uh, so yeah I can't I, should, I haven't really researched it I should 
well, I'll tell you more when I'm, after I've watched it. But also this weekend, uh, they're releasing June 2, part 2, which I am excited about, which I want to book a spot at the cinema. But yeah, I really enjoyed June part 1. I think Denis Villeneuve is a great director. He's He's... He's brave, man. He can build a film. He's not scared to slow build and, you know, some people will critique him for that, but I, I think it's admirable and, yeah, he just approaches it in a very sort of reverential way. It's a beautiful... After I watched Doom Part 1, I just read all the books and uh, enjoyed it immensely. Uh Especially the first two or three, and then it, obviously it starts to get a bit sketchy. But I just enjoyed the the imagery and the sort. Of, this just when you build a world, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I was just sort of yeah thinking back now. I got so deep into it. This, but yeah, to me, like it's the pro, pro it's the pro, prototype for Star Wars, but. That doesn't do it, you know, Star Wars obviously robbed it or sort of used it as a basis for all the ideas and things, but uh, it's nothing like Star Wars. Um, yeah, no, it's nothing like Star Wars, but as in, uh, yeah, Star Wars is Disney. You can't really put June. <laughs> June is not Disney. Uh, it's more... Is it HBO now? <laughs> Silly. All right. Shit, I'm talking too much now. Yeah. So, I'll let you know how those things go. Uh, shall I finish on a song? Uh, nothing's coming to mind, but let's have a lot of pick up my guitar. Let's just finish on a quick one. Uh, Tom Waits one. I sing it a lot, but it's quick. Why not? I guess you could sing this for someone or you could just sing it for yourself. <laughs> I want you